the home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Hey, everybody. Welcome into Flanagan's Pub for Flyer Feedback. There is no way to sugarcoat this one. Your Dayton Flyers just lost a bye game. Yikes. 59-58 UMass Lowell, the final. The Fighting Elvis Presley's over the Dayton Flyers. Nate, uh, this is, by the way, John Bedell here, there across the table for me as former Flyer, Nate Green. Uh, Nate, this was a UMass Lowell River Hawks team that came into this game as a sub-275 Ken Palm team. They were 276 coming into tonight. They were picked, have been picked sixth in a 10-team America East conference. They finished under 500 last year. It was, Nate, a really ugly offensive night from both teams. Uh, Nobody broke 60. Nobody shot particularly well from the field, from the arc, from the free throw line. Um, And even for UMass Lowell, Nate, uh, nobody had more than eight points except for a Dayton Flyers killer tonight, Justin Faison. 21 points on 5 of 11 shooting from the field. Um, and, Nate, it's just really tough to see the Dayton Flyers drop this second game of the season. Oh, uh, yeah, it is. that hurts, especially as a, a coach. But you got to look at it. We've got a young team. We've got a lot of freshmen out there. And, you know, they're not used to playing in this type of environment and atmosphere, and they have to get adjusted to it. And, you know, the coach will have some meetings, and they're going to go back to the table. And there's a lot of things that we can learn from this game, you know. Uh, we got to come out, and they got to understand you got to come out and give 100% every time and not wait until somebody smack you in the mouth and then try to fight back because in this league, you know, if you don't get them right on top of them, it, it could be a rough day for you. It smacked of Tuesday night's home opener at halftime because the offensive performance, Larry called it woeful, was the word he used as they went to break. They were down seven at halftime tonight just like they were Tuesday night against UIC it felt a lot like Tuesday night Nate in all the wrong kind of ways yeah. and it didn't get much better offensively as the night went on and they end up like I said there's no there's no way to get around it Nate they dropped a bye game and you know this this will definitely hurt us uh, later boy <laughs> I mean that's that's a killer uh Dayton fans you know we're here waiting for the postgame comments of head coach Anthony Grant if Anthony's past is any indication He's going to be a minute before he leaves that locker room uh, and comes yeah. talking There's to Larry. There's a lot got to be said right um, now. So a couple ways you can you can jump on the show. You can tweet me at jbedellwhio. If you're joining us here at Flanagan's, you can take advantage of the Bud Light mic, or you can dial us up at 457-937-457-1290 to give us your takes on this. Again, 59-58, one-point Dayton loss in their second game of the season. They dropped to 1-1 one one on the year after losing to the UMass Lowell Riverhawks. Uh, Nate, just just tough for Dayton fans to watch, I think, with, with the way this team is looking um, offensively the yeah. first couple of games. It's, it's been rough. Uh, yeah, it is, and it's probably going to be rough for a, next, for a few games. Uh, people got to understand, we are young, very young, and – a lot of these guys haven't played in this kind of environment that we have at UD. Um, but they will get adjusted to it. Coach will make some changes. And, you know, we're going to find some guys that's going to step up and be big role players for us. Uh, on Twitter, uh, CZ says, ouch. JT on Twitter says, terrible loss. Pretty uh, succinct way to sum that up. Nate, you know, they, like I said, they were down seven at the break. It took them until about six 
Six and a half minutes left to get their first lead. They, the Flyers ripped off an 11-0 run. They got their first lead of the, uh, the second half uh, with at 48-47. Elijah Weaver had a lay-in, that captain 11-0 run. So they grabbed the lead, and then it was back and forth the, la the last five and a half minutes. You had Justin uh, Faison hitting three threes in a row after UD grabbed that one-point lead. Um, to that point, Dayton's total lead time was less than two minutes in the game. Uh, then Dayton retakes the lead, 58-57, with a minute 12 left. That's Elijah Weaver hitting the second of his back-to-back -back threes. Uh, then the Riverhawks turn around, Blunt. Hits both of the one and one free throws with 35 seconds left. They take the lead again, 59-58. And that was the final eight because a couple of mishaps down the stretch. Elijah Weaver, it was a boomer bust kind of night for him today because while he had the big shots and some big threes at times, he also stepped out of bounds on a baseline with 20 seconds left and yeah. then missed a three following that. Dayton has the ball with 4.8 seconds left. They can't capitalize in 59-58. Nate was all she wrote. Yeah, and that, and that just shows that, you know, we're not – uh, mature as we want to be because we are young and that's going to take time just make you know mental errors like that um, as time go on we won't be making those mistakes but we got to get adjusted and uh, get used to uh, playing in this atmosphere yeah and it's 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 a night Nate where it's you can already tell I don't have to pull up my mentions with people jumping in already on the show yeah. people leaving that arena it's 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 a head in hands kind of night for Dayton Flyers fans after getting smacked in the face with the cold reality of you just lost a bye game at yeah, home. <laughs> definitely. And I mean, we did have a couple guys that, you know, played hard for us. And, you know, Holmes the second, he did pretty well. He was aggressive on the boards, especially in the second half. Uh, all of them were doing better in the second half in attacking the basket because we definitely didn't do it in the first half. We got a couple and ones in the second half, and we got a little momentum. We just couldn't get over that hump, and we couldn't get stops. We were scoring, and then they were making easy baskets straight to just going straight to the cup. And we got to get those stops. Nate, your your former teammate, Keith Walskowski, he was talking during the broadcast with Larry that he kept throughout this game saying he didn't ever think it was an X's and O's problem, that it was just effort from these guys. You've been on young teams like this. What's that like when you're trying to get the mojo going? Well, you know, like a lot this? of these guys, like I said, are freshmen. Uh, we probably have maybe one junior and a couple sophomores on the team, and everybody else is freshmen. When you're coming from high school, you know, you could turn it on and off. In, in college, and after that, you can't turn it on and off. You have to, as soon as that ball goes up in the air, you got to be ready to play and give it all. And when you come out there and you don't, and the other team does and smack you in the mouth, this is what happens. Even against UMass Lowell. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's still a Division One team. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's a rough night. Uh, you know, Dayton, uh, the offensive stats, Nate, not great. 18 of 46 from the field. That's good for 39%. The Flyers were 7 of 22 from beyond the arc, 32% clip from three-point, 15 to 21 at the line, nine assists for the Flyers. And here's the other glaring stat, one of the one of the killers at times, Nate, 14 turnovers for the Flyers. They had uh, seven at the break, so they won an even seven and seven for turnovers in the first yeah, and second frames. But, but we got to take care of the ball. I yeah. mean, especially against no offense against UMass, but we got to take, take care of the ball against them. We shouldn't have no more than five turnovers playing this team. You know, they came out more aggressive and made us turn the ball over, and we didn't do that. We didn't force a lot of turnovers on them like we should have, and they capitalized. You know, they got to the basket and they made them. Yeah, yeah, you got to give uh, – at some point, I mean, for as, for as rough as this effort was to watch for the Flyers, I mean, there, there's party in Nate that's got to give credit to, in particular, a guy like Justin Faison. I mean, he was just – 
an assassin tonight. I mean, hitting those step back threes, uh, dropping them right in the flyer's eyes. I mean, it, you know, you got to tip your cap a little bit to him, but still, this is this is not a game that Dayton should be losing. Um, in the locker room right now, Nate. We made UMass look a lot better than what they are. Oh, I'm just going to say that. Like, yes. I mean, it's, they're, they're not a good team. It's, like I said, 276 Ken Palm speaks for itself and being picked middle of the pack in the America East. Come on. you got to win that game. Yeah. In that locker room, Nate, let me have you look into your former player, Crystal Ball. What do you think's being said in that locker room right now? What are, the, what, what are these guys getting an earful of at this point? Uh, some soul searching. Yeah, you got to check from within because at the end of the day, you got to take these games personal. You know, it's not out here for fun. You come out and you come to do a job. You got to take care of business. And like I said, they have to transition from high school to college basketball. And sometimes that is difficult for some kids. Um, some kids get caught up in it and they can't handle it. And then some pick up and they're like, oh, yeah, I can do this. And we're going to find out which ones can do this. I tell you what, this game is, for the fan base, for these, this team, is a cold splash of water in the face, Nate, because – it's jarring. You know, you don't, you're not supposed to lose bye games. You don't see Dayton in particular lose these kind of games uh, in the non-conference. I mean, last year it took – I think the real wake-up call last year was the LaSalle loss. Now, it came a little sooner with the way scheduling was because of COVID, but it took until late 10 season, at least last year, for people to think, uh-oh, <laughs> this is the yeah. second one out of the gate, and you're thinking, oh, boy. Yes. Uh, but but good thing is, you know, it's early, so hopefully we can figure it out and, and fix it, <laughs> we hope. But, you know, I have to say, we are a young team. People don't understand that. When you have a young team and the mindset and the mental capacity you have to have is a little different, and they have to train their bodies and their mindset to be that way. Yeah. And Coach Grant will get them together. Yeah, we've talked about that a lot on this show already through just the one exhibition and the home opener after, after that on Tuesday night. We've talked about how, hey, it's a young team, a lot of new faces, a lot of young faces, you can expect this uh, Jekyll and Hyde kind of kind of makeup of this team, but I still think I, I don't think we were expecting it quite this soon, Nate. I, I figured we'd maybe get to Orlando before yeah. we're talking about a loss. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean honestly, I, I thought we was going to beat them by at least 15 tonight. I mean, they were favorite. The spread was 18. Especially after we played the last game, I'm thinking, okay, we're going to come out and make be a force and be aggressive right off the jump, but that wasn't the case. I mean, Holmes had some nice dunks and um, some aggressive moves, but we needed it from everybody. You know, at this level, you can't just have one person doing it and expect to be victorious. Well, and the thing is, too, Keith and I talked about this after Tuesday night's home opener. You know, gone is uh, a lot, not Elijah Weaver. Gone is Ibby Watson. Yeah. Uh, gone is Jalen Crutcher. You know, who is who's that guy they turn to? Who's who's your killer? In that moment when you need him. Is yeah. it Elijah Weaver? I mean, tonight, sometimes it was, sometimes it wasn't. Maybe Blankley. Um, you know, is, it, is it R.J. Blakeney? Is it Deron Holmes? You know, they don't. we don't know right yeah. now, and they don't have that guy to turn to. And in a game like this, you know, that, that can be one of the things that can do you in when you don't know who that guy is when you need him the most. Only thing, the good thing about this is practice is going to be very competitive because everybody's fighting for a position. There is no locked positions, and... You know, everybody's coming in, and they got to, you know, bring it. If they don't bring it, then the next man's got to step up. Yeah. Nate, how do you – you know, we'll hear from Anthony some forward-looking stuff, too, as we wait to hear his post-game comments. But how how do you how do you reset after this and just and try to not let this 
you know, I mean, it's going to do what it does to your resume. That that that's the smudge that doesn't go away. It's going to affect them going forward. But yeah. as a team, how do you just try to course correct after something like this? That's a good question, especially being so young. You know, a lot of the kids might have their heads down, but at the end of the day, it's not the end of the world. They still got another day, and they got another game coming up, and that's what they got to focus on. So all the frustration they have right now because of these last two games, granted we won the first one, but it didn't look pretty either. No, it didn't. And, you know, taking this loss here hurts also. So we got to bring all that energy and for the next game, you know, come out and play hard from the beginning and not in spurts. And we got to take care of the ball. Yeah. got to take care of the yeah, ball. Like you said, 14 turnovers tonight, that's uh, less than ideal, especially at home. It's John Bedell. It's former flyer Nate Green. And you here for Flyer Feedback. We're back live at Flanagan's Pub this year after Dayton home games, after a year off and being remote because of COVID. So we're thank our friends here at Flanagan's, our benevolent hosts, uh, for their hospitality and for their continued support of Flyer Feedback as we uh, await the live postgame comments of Dayton head coach Anthony Grant after his team drops to 1-1 one one on the year after dropping a 59-58 decision to the UMass Lowell. Nope, not the Minutemen, the Riverhawks. The mm. UMass Lowell. Riverhawks over at UD Arena in the second uh, game of the season. 59-58, the final. Dayton was down seven at the break. They took until about six and a half, six minutes left uh, in the second frame to finally grab the lead for the first time in the second half, 48-47. And like I said to that point, Nate, you know, even if Dayton had a lead in the first frame, when you're looking at a situation where there's five minutes left and your total lead time is about two minutes... Less than ideal for the Flyers. So, got music on my ear. That means Anthony is ready. So, what does head coach Anthony Grant think about this loss? You're about to find out, Dayton Flyers fans, because he is live courtside with Larry Hansgen on the other side of this break right here on the home of the Flyers. The home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. The home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Larry Hanskin back here at the UD Arena. Dayton Flyers fall to UMass Lowell 59-58. to We're joined by Coach Anthony Grant. And Coach, uh, when you win a game, it's the sum parts of a lot of things coming together. Can the same be said in a loss in that it's not just one thing. It's the sum part of a lot of things that ultimately end up getting you Yeah, I, I think that's a great, great summary of what happened to us today. You know, for the second straight game, we really struggled offensively. You know, in the first half to find a rhythm. Uh, we were in just inconsistent, you know, and that, that's uh, it's, it's, it's frustrating, but it's not surprising uh, with so many new guys trying to figure out, you know, their, what they do and, and the rhythms that that, uh, that they can play in and the combinations that work together. We really struggled in the first half, you know, and uh, the second half we were able to find a little bit more rhythm from a from a uh, offensive standpoint, uh, you know, but it, it's just uh, too many turnovers, uh, second shots, uh, just bad bad mistakes that led to opportunities for them uh, that, that kind of caught us tonight and give them credit. They did a really good job. They had a really good game plan in terms of how they wanted to guard us. They went under ball screens. We really struggled to, to understand how to, how to change angles and, and the play out of the way they were playing us defensively. We kind of figured it out there late. Uh, and then, you know, they had a, a young man, Zero, stepped up and really made some big plays for them uh, down the stretch. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you can look at the last couple of plays there, and ultimately, you know, we'll go back and review, you know, the, the foul at the end of the game. And, and obviously the execution down the stretch the last couple of plays uh, wasn't what we wanted. 
you know, but at the end of the day, these, these are tough lessons, you know, for a young team to learn. And like we talked about last week, it's better to learn through winning. Now we've got an opportunity where we can learn through a very difficult loss, you know. So how do we respond? How do we get better coming out of this? You mentioned the, you know, second shots, giving up second shots, and, it, and invariably it seemed it would you'd get a really good first shot defense and you forced a tough shot but then couldn't corral the rebound. And, and does that go towards teaching that lesson that a defensive possession ends once you finally secure the ball? Well, we've been preaching that from day one, so this is not something that's new, and it's, it's been something that's, that's plagued us, you know, throughout the preseason. And, you know, it hurt us at the end of the half in the first game uh, the other day where we gave up a three at the end of the half because we didn't block out and rebound. And, you know, throughout the game today, same thing happened. You know, we, we, we did not uh, make the right decision in terms of finishing our defense. You know, we talk about the need to finish our defense with the block out. And, uh, and it caught us today, you know, at a, at a timely at a timely point up one down the stretch, um, you know, I, I think uh, I looked at the film and, you know, the official made the call that he made, um, you know, but it, it's, uh, you know, there's a couple of plays there. If we get the rebound, you know, we could have a different outcome. You know, it, it, a lot of things to clean up, a lot of things to work on, but there are also some bright spots. I think some of your young guys, um, whether they're a true freshman or just a handful of games under their belt, they stepped up and showed you some things. I think so. You know, I, I was really pleased with, um, you know, the play we got off the bench from Malachi Smith today. I thought he did a really good job. Uh, Kobe Elvis, I think, got a little banged up there. It wasn't 100%. Uh, Malachi came in for a true freshman. I thought he really battled on both sides of the ball. I thought we got really good minutes out of RJ tonight. I thought on both sides of the ball he was a difference maker for us. Uh, you know, I, I thought Deuce came out and he really, you know, defensively did a great job, offensively finished plays. So a lot, a lot of things that we can, we will learn from and build on. But, but, you know, I think it's, it's obviously, you know, it stings right now in the moment to have to go through this. Uh, but like I told them, if, if, if we can learn and get better from this, then maybe it's worth it. Uh, right now it hurts. I'm not going to lie to you. It, sting, it stings. Uh, but, uh, you know, we got a lot of games left. And I, I think with the young team, Hopefully we'll continue to improve and get better. All right, Coach, we'll let you go. All right, uh, that'll wrap things up here courtside. And again, uh, Dayton next up in action uh, Wednesday right here at the UD Arena against Lipscomb. And we'll have the uh, first edition of the Anthony Grant Show coming up uh, Monday night at Frickers on uh, Woodman Drive as uh, Coach will be joining us uh, remotely for that. And we'll also uh, welcome uh, former flyer Chris Wright uh, to the show that night. So looking forward to that come Monday night. Wraps the things up here on behalf of uh, our crew here courtside, uh, our engineer producer, uh, Alex Schilling, and uh, working in uh, for filling in for the legend tonight, Bucky, we've got another Hall of Famer, Keith Wallaskowski. I'm Larry Hanskin. Our final again was UMass Lowell 59, Dayton 58. Now stick around for more of Flyer Feedback. The home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. The Bud Light Post Game Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Brought to you by Bud Light. Where there's fun, there's a Bud Light there. Premier Health, proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics. Learn more at premierhealth.com slash UD. Frickers, for over 30 years, has been the home of fun, food, sports, and spirits. Care Source, individual and family health insurance that has you covered with kindness. And by Logan AC and Heat Services, the official heating and cooling partner of the UD Flyers, helping fans stay comfortable all season long. 
The Bud Light Post Game Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. University of Dayton Basketball is a presentation of 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. The announcers for today's game were chosen in conjunction with the University of Dayton. Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback, presented by Bud Light. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Flanagan's Pub. For all of your UD Flyer game day food and drinks, check out the newly remodeled Flanagan's on Stewart Street. Enjoy that same Flyer faithful experience you've grown accustomed to since 1976. Bud Light, where there's fun, there's a Bud Light there. Premier Health, proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics. Learn more at premierhealth.com slash UD. And by Logan AC and Heat Services, the official heating and cooling partner of the UD Flyers, helping fans stay comfortable all season long. Call in with your comments or questions. 457-1290. Flyer feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Hey, everybody. There's no getting around it. Your Dayton Flyers lost a bye game. Well, that's just fantastic for everybody. Away we go here on Flyer Feedback. I'm John Bedell. My co-host tonight sitting across the table for me here at a newly renovated Flanagan's Pub in Dayton is former Flyer Nate Green. Nate Green, he's number five in your programs, number one in your hearts. The UMass Lowell Riverhawks were number 276 in the Ken Palm rankings coming into tonight's game. And they just beat Dayton 59-58 at UD Arena in the second game of the season. Uh, Nate, I don't, I don't blame Dayton fans who might feel like this is the kind of loss that can sink a season or send things totally off the rails because it's not saying that it will, but it, it, I, don't, I don't blame Dayton. I'm saying in the short term, I don't blame Dayton fans who feel that way after losing to this UMass Lowell team at home. Yeah, I, I wouldn't give up when it's like that yet. It's still early. We got a young team, and, you know, they just got to go back to the drawing board and figure it out. You know, hopefully Grant will get them together and get them motivated, and they got to understand they can't turn it on and off. You know, we did have some good moments from the guys, but we got to be consistent. You know, we can't do things as first, like I was saying earlier, when you from coming from high school to college and high school, you know, you can turn it on, play two quarters, take a couple quarters off. Here you can't do that. And you get exposed when you do, and that's what happens. Yeah, and it's embarrassing, frankly, Nate, because, you know, we had the frustrating losses that, you know, as last year's ups and mostly downs went along last year, um, there were games that once you got to conference season were real, real bad. Uh, Fordham and LaSalle come to mind. Uh, But as I've seen some Dayton fans tweeting already today, at at least Fordham, inexcusable as though that may have been, at least that happened on the road. Yeah. <laughs> You're not supposed to lose to a 276 Ken Palm team that was picked middle of the pack in the frickin' America East. <laughs> it's just not supposed to happen. No. But here we are, 59-58, UMass Lowell the final. And uh, Dayton is 1-1 one and one and looking to Nate. It's a team, as you as you said in the postgame, look, they're, they're left with some soul searching left to do. We know it's a young team. We know there's going to be ebbs and flows to this year, more so than what it would be if it was a more veteran bunch. Yeah. But I don't think anybody was expecting this tonight. And, and But, Nate, here they are left with having to look in the mirror and have some d- difficult discussions about what's going to happen going forward and how you move on from this. Yeah, and the thing about this is we're so young that, um, you know, the guys out there right now, and if they're not 
doing what they're supposed to do. You know, there's some other guys that can step up and take that spot. So, you know, it's going to be real competitive, and they're going to have to bring it. And hopefully, you know, when they bring it, that'll bring everybody up to another level, and then they'll be able to carry on into the games where we starting from the beginning and attacking the basket, take care of the ball, and being productive. Didn't have a great feel as the game went along when Larry Hanskin using words like woeful and abysmal to describe the offensive performance uh, on the night. Really, Nate, ugly. both, both teams really stunk <laughs> up the joint offensively. It was not it was not pretty for either team. It's just UMass Lowell sort of outlasted Dayton 59-58. But we make you know, them look pretty good. Well, and especially a kid like Justin Faison. I mean, 21 points on 5 of 11 from the field. Uh, just, I mean, the kid was a Dayton killer tonight, especially from beyond the arc. He just couldn't miss. We're going to be on his uh, highlight reel. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. In my business, we make resume tapes. <laughs> yeah. If Justin Faison's yeah. putting a resume tape together, this is be one he's, he's going he's to have a lot of clips from this Dayton game yeah. on his highlight reel. Um, you know, Anthony said they struggled offensively. Frustrating but not surprising. It was his words with this young team. Um, frustrating is right, Nate, because the Dayton Flyers were eight of 18 of 46 from the field, so 39% from the field, 7 of 22 from beyond the three-point line. They shot 32%, nine assists on those 18 made field goals. And another troubling statistic tonight was the 14 turnovers. They had seven by the half, uh, just coming at – there's never a good time for 14 turnovers, but inopportune times and just killers aside from the offensive output. And as a coach, you know, seven turnovers is the best thing we can do. Yep. Like, if we can get seven turnovers in the game, that's, that's a good game. Yep. 15, 14, that's not. We're going to take a break and pay some bills. Dayton a loser tonight, 59-58 to UMass Lowell at UD Arena. It's John Bedell and Nate Green here with you for Flyer Feedback. It continues on the other side of this break right here on the home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's news and talk. Call with your questions and comments now. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Hey, everybody. Welcome into Flyer Feedback. Welcome into Flanagan's Pub for Flyer Feedback. It's group therapy tonight. People drowning their Dayton Flyer sads and Bud Lights at the bar because Nate... Dayton drops a bye game, 59-58 to UMass Lowell. The fighting Elvis Presleys were too much, were just too much for the Dayton Flyers tonight. Um, and it's a darn shame, and it was hard to watch, and you hate to see it. Oh. <laughs> Not in an ironic sense. You really do hate to see it. Uh, Dayton drops to 1-1 one one after dropping a game to, again, a team that was 276. Ken Palm coming into the night. Uh, they're picked middle of the pack in the America East. And uh, the Dayton Flyers, Nate, in this young season, this young team is left with some pretty serious soul-searching as they uh, try to pick up the pieces after tonight and move on, and they look ahead to Lipscomb oh, yeah. on Wednesday. They're giving a whole lot of people reason to have a drink tonight. <laughs> That's for sure. My goodness. Support our friends at Flanagan's Pub. Thank <laughs> yeah. you very much. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, it's um, – I don't know, Nate. Like I said, I, 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 I don't blame fans who feel fatalistic after this one because – Let's just call a spade a spade. You're not supposed to lose by games like this. You're just not. No, but I'll, I really don't think I'll, our guys understand that yet. I really still think that we're really young mentally and uh, just physically. You know, we got a lot of freshmen on there. 
So we have to be uh, be a little patient, but all I can say is we got to grow from this. I mean, it can't get no worse. So that's a good thing. We got to go back, get in practice, and we got to go hard. And, you know, it honestly, it starts in practice. You know, if you go in and practice and you're only going, you know, half halfway, you can't do that. You got to be giving it 100% every time, and you got to do it in practice, and that's when it starts. And Coach Grant going to definitely let them know and going to have some choice words for them, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's what they got to do, Nate. You know, they, uh, they've got to, um, you, you know, you've got a 24-hour rule. You can sulk in this one and, and be miffed about it because you should be. Yeah. Uh, and fans, of course, like I said, I don't blame you for feeling any kind of way after this one because it's not good. Um, but as a team, they're going to have to, as as uh, Archie Miller used to say, you, you, what you got to do after a loss, you got to pick up the pieces, and you can't let a team beat you twice. So you can't let UMass Lowell beat you twice, although, you know, a loss to them on the resume is probably the equivalent of about five losses. Yeah, it's going <laughs> to hurt us down the road. But It's a hole right in the broad side of the resume, Nate, here on April or April. <laughs> April. November uh, 13th. It's uh, it's rough. Um and uh, but you know they they've just they've got to somehow whether it's a come to Jesus meeting or whatever it is Nate they they've got to figure it out you got to you got to move on and try to beat Lipscomb and then Nate they've really got to figure things out by the time they get to Orlando because this kind of effort against the Miami Hurricanes yeah it's going to be rough yikes and, and you got to uh, honestly Lipscomb's going to be rough cuz Lipscomb watching this game is saying oh we got a chance if UMass came in here and did this to them then we definitely got a chance against them. So UD going to have to bring it. They're going to have to be really tough because uh, people now are going to be coming after them thinking that they can take advantage and get a victory over them. Yeah, it was um, – you know, it was – as I said on Tuesday night, last year, coming into this year, the Dayton fans I've run into over the last several months just being out and about in the community for work, they've all seemed to have this anxiousness – to get this season going yeah, because they want to just flush last season, which was tough for a lot of Dayton fans because you follow up season of dreams with the season that most of us candidly would just as soon rather forget last year. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of, I think, hope for this season to you know kind of cleanse that bad taste and get going, knowing it was a young team, knowing there would be ebbs and flows to this season. But I think this is is just a punch in the teeth yeah. to Dayton fans right out of the gate losing a bye game like that that is just really hard to take. And it's a learning experience, though, for all our guys, you know, for all of them. It's a learning experience that you got to understand. you got to take care of the fundamentals of this game. Fundamentals of the game is you got to rebound. you got to take care of the ball, and you got to get stops. And we didn't do those. You know, we didn't do them. We, we couldn't get stops. They was just driving to the basket easy. Holmes was down there, but, I mean, they was going so easily that he was coming over late. They didn't make it difficult for them to get to the basket and make moves and score. Yeah, it was. So uh, it, it was a tough one. Certainly was tough. Well, that's going to do it for us. That did it for the Dayton Flyers tonight. One more time, Dayton a loser, 59-58 to UMass Lowell. The Flyers dropped to 1-1 one one on the year. We will see you Wednesday after Lipscomb and Dayton. Until then, from my partner, Nate Green, I'm John Bedell saying thanks for listening, everybody. Go Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk.